Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. Well, many of them are overwork. The Ministry of Health says the attrition rate for local and foreign nurses increased last year. And that's despite an increase in the median annual salaries of staff nurses and senior staff nurses last year. The Financial Times in June did an article describing a global crisis in nursing. And apparently for Singapore, it won't get any better. With our population aging and the rising burden of chronic diseases, how will we ensure that there will be sufficient nurses on the ground? Well, let's find out now with Zakir Hussain, Singapore editor at The Straits Times, joining us on the phone today. Zakir, the resignation rates for nurses here in public hospitals, at least in Singapore, stood at a five-year high uh, for 2021. What is driving this trend? So I think it's a few things uh, that are taking place. I think one is, you know, COVID-19 I think been a terribly stressful time. And I think while well, many nests might have held on, you know, maybe the end of the pandemic might have led to some, you know, reconsidering the decisions, maybe moving to the private sector, um, or just uh, leaving the profession entirely. Is it any better in the private sector, though, if the workload is the same and the challenges are the same? What would the difference be, do you know? I think it depends. I mean, in the private sector, especially if you talk about elective care, um, you know, uh, the round-the-clock demands, uh, the shifts may not be as um, heavy going as they are in the public sector, you know, with uh, full full um, hospitals and sort of fully manned emergency departments requiring quite a bit of manpower commitment and load. So here's um, the thing. They have announced a special retention bonus for nurses. That's right. But some experts have pointed out that it's going to take much more than money. And I think that the issues that you have brought up so far do indicate that some structural issues need to be addressed to... Mm-hmm. Look into the heavy workload and how some of the administrative work perhaps can also be managed in a better way so that nurses are more comfortable. Allow Mm -hmm. them instead to do more direct patient care, which is the kind of work that they find more fulfilling anyway. So any plans to take a look at those structural issues and to address them head on? I think so. And I think the um, senior parliamentary secretary, Rahayu Mazam, told Parliament earlier this week, um, you know, a few things are are going on to sort of um, look at this issue. And I think one one, one key, um, one aspect she kind of suggested was sort of urging families and caregivers us to also take part in caring for their loved ones. You know, I think I think part of this involves um, perhaps helping with some minor tasks, but also I think, you know, technology can also play a role in, in, in sort of um, patient care roles. Zakir, what else is the government trying to do other than telling, you know, family to also care for their loved ones instead of just relying on hospital nurses? What else can they do, though, to make this kind of work a lot more, well, not even easy, but a lot more manageable? Mm. It's a tough. It's a tough. It's a tough thing. I think uh, at the rate at the rate we're going, I think um, I think retention. You know, maybe further retention payments, further professionalizing of, of nursing as a career. Take take the issue of nursing degrees, right? Mm-hmm. Almost unthought of a decade ago. Now there's a lot being spent to invest and support uh, our local nurses who do want to upgrade themselves and you know make make nursing a sustainable career that 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 also pays as well. In some other countries, and I think if you talk about the foreign nurses, the local nurses even leaving part the past 
pastures. Nurses, you know, maybe paid as, as, as much as junior doctors, given the in recognition of the amount of work they do, for instance. Yeah, and I think and I think that that, that sort of issue of foreign nurses is, is 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 also something that might need more looking at. If I mean, we had a surprising close to fifteen percent attrition rate uh, last year. Oh, foreign uh, nurses. I, foreign nurses. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, what are the reasons that they are going to other countries? What are those countries doing right to attract them? Aside from um, the money, of course. (laughs) Well, aside from the money, I think one thing that we've heard is sort of the prospects of of settling down in that other country Mm. um, is a lot more attractive. I mean, you could be a nurse from, say, a a country in the region here. You know, you may have worked for 10 years, but it might be quite challenging for you if, say, you wanted to become a permanent resident. So let's just put this for an example. You know, if you're a nurse in the Philippines and you work in the United States and you'll be getting anywhere between 50 to $60 an hour plus sign-on bonuses because the United States is very aggressive in attracting these nurses. Plus, so you're saying plus the possibility that they will someday, and I know this for a fact, your hospital will sponsor your PR in the U.S. Mm. Mm. which then eventually leads to citizenship. See, Mm -hmm. even I might leave a job to go to a country like that if the prospects were so good, right? So how exactly can Singapore compete? Yeah, so I think think one way the government at least... um might need to, to, to consider is to maybe relook uh, some of its policies and basically treat nurses or allow nurses, mm-hmm. um, you know, at least give them the possibility uh, of, of, of perhaps residency at some point, you know, say if they've done a certain number of years, yeah, contributed. Can the public sector, perhaps hospitals or public uh, private hospitals do this? on their own, sponsor and say, I mean, to attract the nurse to come and work in Singapore, include the sponsorship of becoming a resident? Or is this entirely a government thing because they have no control over whether they can get uh, PR or not? I think it's it's largely uh, controlled by the state. Mm, I think the okay. hospitals don't have very much stay in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the hospitals can sponsor and support and write letters yeah, and, right. and support, and I think many do, but, but it is, um, yeah. And I think just, you know, perhaps we have to recognize those are here, don't we? That yeah. the state has good reasons for limiting the number of PRs, right? Perhaps, yes. Mm. Yeah. But I think, you know, if we want to, here we're talking about competition for talent. And right. I think if we, just as we do uh, get skilled scientists, scientific researchers and skilled doctors and and hope they consider settling down here. Perhaps uh, nurses could be categorized, uh, mm. you know, they could be in the same category of highly skilled and demand professionals. Mm. Right, right. And they do play an important role they in our do. healthcare system. You are going to be talking more about this in the paper, right? I understand that you guys are doing a few special pieces about this issue. That's right. So we're looking at the nursing shortage, the global nursing shortage, not just in Singapore, but elsewhere in the region and the world, mm-hmm. um, in tomorrow's Asian Insider. So do look out for it in the Straits Times. Okay, thank you very much for reminding us about that. You can read all about it at the Straits Times in print or online. Zakir, thank you very much. Zakir Hussain, Singapore editor at the Straits Times. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.